Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Stop Existing Show. In today's episode, we're going to be breaking down the seven P's of a really standout offer. Now, full disclosure, this seven P's thing wasn't something that I've been teaching clients and practicing for years and years and years. I literally created the seven P's framework for an Instagram reel. That's the level we're at right now. Uh, but speaking of Instagram, do me a massive favor and screenshot this episode wherever you're listening to it and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at bizcoachaden so that I know you're listening, you know that I know that you're listening, and we can continue the conversation after this to help you craft offers that are really, really awesome. Now, when it comes down to offers, there's kind of these seven major variables that are so important to get right up front before you start going ahead and marketing what it is that you're actually doing. And this doesn't have to be for sort of a high ticket offer or a low ticket offer or an ebook. It's everything, everything that you offer for your prospects, whether it's cheap, expensive, paid, continuous, one off, doesn't matter. There's seven things to master uh, and they're all going to be well disguised by a P in this case. So the first P, let's get stuck straight into it because I want to keep this actionable, practical, tactical stuff. So the first P is actually the promise of your offer. What is the promise there? And the promise comes into um, a few major things, but ultimately it's the one thing that you're solving. Like what's the one problem that you're actually solving? That's going to become the crux of your promise. And what we don't want to be doing is solving three, four, five problems for like 10, 20, 30 people all in the same program, because that's just going to be an absolute nightmare. Okay. And just for context here, I'm going to use program and high ticket, um, sort of method, metaphors and analogies as the bare bones of this but we can adapt as we go through the episode but what is that one problem you know really great marketing helps one person do one thing and that's the exact same for your program who is that one person that you're actually helping and what is that one problem right that's all you need to be mastering first actually the one person and the one problem because what you do here is like Rather than giving people a map and telling them to get to their destination without telling them their destination, like that's impossible, right? Instead, what we're doing here is we're giving people the map and pointing out and circling and drawing a line to the exact destination so that at least they know where they're going when they're joining up with you. There's no mystery. There's nothing confusing. And actually, the people that have the problem that you're talking about, they can jump straight into your world without worrying and, and, and second guessing themselves right they're going straight in for the thing that they actually want and that's all going to come from a really clear problem pro tip when it comes down to problems is you don't want to be treating surface level things right you don't want to be just like a, a like a, a bandage on a wound right you actually want to be the the healing the wound from the inside out so rather than just treating something like a surface level like a um like a, a Instagram engagement, for example. You don't want a big high ticket program to fix Instagram engagement. You've got to look much, much deeper into what the actual uh, transformation there, what solving that problem is going to do for the client personally on a deep personal level. For example, if you've got a program that helps people show up confidently on camera, well, that's a much more compelling thing than how to make good videos. Like you see how different they are actually just from a side by side perspective. One of these is kind of vague, doesn't really make too much sense. The other is, oh, my gosh, I feel like I'm going to change and my business and my social media and my all of the other benefits. OK, so we have to get to the root cause that what is that absolute intrinsic motivator behind solving the problem? 
Number two, uh, or P number two, is the process. Now that we've got that endpoint on the map, we know exactly where we're going. The X marks the spot here. What are the two to three action steps that are going to get them that result? And I say two to three action steps intentionally because you don't want a program that's or an offer that's like five billion modules long or five billion steps long because people just won't take action. People won't be interested. That's why it's so much more compelling to be able to actually offer and say, hey, look, I'm going to get you this amazing result in uh, one five hour intensive so that you can then go ahead and do the work relative to great. You've got 20 hours of video content every single week for the next six months and then you'll have your result. The easiest way to do this is to strip out everything that's not essential and only put in the stuff that is going to drive the result. Okay, that's it. Nothing else. All of your offers should have only what they need and nothing that they don't. If you can start doing that, you're already ahead of the game. Your stuff is streamlined. You're going to get results quicker. It's going to be easier for you to create and you'll be able to create more over time. All of us, whether we're content creators or just coaches, teaching stuff in, in and of itself, or maybe even both, we all have that like kind of fear of, oh my God, I'm going to run out of things to say. And it's probably, if you're feeling like that, it's because you're saying too much already in your programs, in your trainings, in your coaching. Instead, strip away all of the stuff that's irrelevant and focus on the two to three big steps. Yes, those two to three steps will get broken down into tiny, uh, tiny action steps and smaller parts. But what are the two to three big steps that are going to actually get them from where they are right now to the X marks the spot on the map? Okay, that's the second P, the process. The third P is actually the product. Okay, so when we say product, product and offer are two very, very different things. The product is actually the deliverables. The what is it that's going in the box? What are they actually going to get when they give you their money? This is going to be the things like the how does it work? The your all of the features of your offer. Right, whether it's an ebook or a physical book that you send them in the post with a physical workbook that comes attached to it, whether it's a subscription box of all of the other bonus goodies or whether it's like weekly group coaching or private Voxer access or unlimited Voxer access I've seen people doing before. Uh, like what is the actual thing that they're getting? And this is important, not because we're going to go ahead and spew that to all of our prospects in our marketing and tell them, hey, look at all of the amazing things that I'm doing. Instead, what that's going to do is give you the springboard to start teaching them how working with you on your program is going to get them that result. Okay. Ideally, you should be able to make a big, bold promise, like a really big, bold promise, and just be able to justify the price of your program based on the two to three action, set, action steps. So if we do this, then this, and then this, you'll be there. That's how simple it should be, and it should feel that simple. In fact, I just hopped on a discovery call with a client a couple of days ago. I walked through an entire model in a different uh, perspective. I walked through the entire model that we had there for achieving the, the core promise of the program. And he hadn't even become a client. Remember, this is a sales call effectively. At the end of that sales call, the guy was so excited about getting started, so excited about jumping in and getting into the world. He was already asking for an affiliate link, whether we had a referral program, because he could see the bigger picture and how everything fit in. We hardly spoke about the product, actually the deliverables, because that became less of a problem. Instead, the deliverables are our springboard to talk about the transformation, why it's structured in that way. Because some people really resonate with clarity, like this person did. He resonated with clarity, saw the big picture, knew exactly what 
you wanted to do. Some people prefer to uh, to resonate with actually the 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 product and actually know what they get. People want to feel like they actually get stuff rather than just twenty five PDFs and that's your program. Like people want to know they're getting a bit of uh, a a bit of actually something quite special from it. So that's why it's important. We'll talk about how to frame your your uh, all of these little product features into incredibly transformational things on a later podcast episode. Uh, but for now actually get clear on what is the product remember the product has one job serve the actual promise take them on that process to serve that promise okay that's the first three p's the promise the process and the product p number four is the price i am a huge believer that people pay attention to what they pay for so you should be charging as much as physically possible for your services now that sounds controversial. I know a lot of people kick back and, and don't like that perspective because it just feels malicious. But here's why. If you downloaded an ebook from me that outlined every nuance of, say, one of my programs, for example, chances are you'll read that ebook once, get a few little mind shaping ideas, and probably never read that ebook again. Maybe you see enough value in it to save it. You might then look at it two to three times in the lifespan of owning that ebook or downloading that ebook. People won't take action off of ebooks. People rarely, rarely do. The ebooks are instead, I, I personally treat things like ebooks and free resources as an opportunity to just have somebody become a lead for you. That's the only thing that they should be doing, not necessarily changing their world and being perspective. Yes, they must be valuable, but they don't have to be transformational. Instead, let's say you join my world and it's a grand a week metaphorical theoretical numbers here but let's say it's a grand a week to to learn and implement everything that that free ebook's going to get you you're going to show up take action pay attention to everything that i'm going to teach you in the grand a week program relative to the ebook because it means something to you you've got a lot on the line here and because if, if we frame the promise right and the process is incredibly clear and the client gets and respects it then the price tag should be clearly justified. If you want to increase your prices, you have to have a bigger promise. Right? If you want to increase your prices, you have to have a bigger promise. There's no two ways about it. If you want, if you uh, you want to be charging three grand per client, yet your job is to do something that they don't value as a three grand result, there is no way on earth that they're going to pay you three grand. Right? Unless you can actually solve them, say in this case, always aim, aim for 10x is like I'm going to go down a different nuance on another episode, but uh, a different different rabbit hole. But here's a nuance for you. Aim for 10x the results based on your program fee. Let's say it costs three grand to work with you. How are you going to make 30 grand's worth of an impact in the life of your client, in the life of your prospect right now? Because that then becomes the job of your program. If your promise does not meet that meet that incredibly bold 10, 10x kind of level, there's probably something missing with your program and it's going to be harder to sell. Instead, we want to make offers that are just so good people can't refuse. And we do that by having a good promise, clear process, simple product and a high, nice, juicy price. Option number five, or, or not really an option, but step number five to, or P number five, that's the way we go with it. P number five is actually a level of protection, not just for you, but for your prospect as well. 
This is something known as like reversing the risk. And it's usually done as guarantees, whether that's like a 30 day money back guarantee, a 90 day conditional guarantee, where if they can prove they've done the results and uh, they've done the action and still not had the results, you can hop on a call or give them their money back and in that kind of respect or continue working with them until they get the results. Again, a guarantee is not something that you should be treating as a feature. It's not something that you should be aiming to fulfill. Right? A guarantee is a sales tool to help people feel safe and secure with their investment so that once they're in your world, your program can absolutely smash it out of the park and get them the results that they want. Okay? So reverse the risk, whether it's a, some form of guarantee. Uh, I highly recommend that. Highly, highly recommend that. I think there's a, a some, depending on where you are or the rules, I, I'm not hugely clued into this element, the legalities, but I think there's like some in places you have to have legally, you have to abide by like a 30-day uh, refund guarantee but again check that out from a legality perspective i just like to add a nice hefty juicy guarantee uh, just anyway because it helps really really helps bring in the sale p number uh, six at this point i'm going to put them all in the show notes uh, p number six or check the instagram reel go and check you know what go now's another time for a shameless plug go over to instagram and go and find that reel it's the seven p's of uh uh, of a high converting offer or a compelling offer or whatever i've decided to name it but go and whatever i named the real whatever the hook was seven p's go and find that on my instagram at bizcoachadem drop a follow while you're there uh <laughs> you're welcome number six is proof okay proof and this when we look at proof we're we're talking things like yes social proof in the sense of you've got results in the past if you've got clients results in the past this is where you want to be leveraging that you want to be sharing ugly screenshots of them dming you saying like oh my god this is amazing you want the ugliest basic screenshots as possible because if you're putting up these fancy branded all on your website testimonials people are skeptical nowadays People are so skeptical that they won't even believe that that's a real person nine times out of ten. Uh, or maybe they will or they'll just it just feels weird. Whereas if it's a screenshot from like a comment in your Facebook group or a, a DM message, people respond to that because they know it's a real person. Like a Google review, for example, if they see a Google review, people respond to that because they know it can't be spammed because of the way that the actual system works. But let's say you don't have proof right now from prospects. A lot of people that haven't worked with clients to say newer coaches, they tend to then default to, oh, I'm just going to do a load of free work. Never do free work. In my opinion, I will never do free work in that perspective uh, just for the sake of getting some social proof. Because again, as we explored earlier, people pay attention to what they pay for. Just because it's free does not mean it's valuable. Okay. So instead, what, what you can be doing is looking at your own results actually sharing the results that you've had flip this conversation on the proof element from look what my clients have done to hey look here's how i implemented this thing and do your own ugly screenshots if you're helping people with growing their instagram i know a lot of people that listen to this episode are instagram related coaches so screenshot your insights the the results on your posts and share that here's how i did this in the program i'll help you do this if you're doing another business outside and you're also now coaching people to achieve the same result screenshot your results in the other business and, and talk about that kind of stuff like social proof and the whole element of proof isn't so much about hey look the like the program's legit but it's just to prove that you're not a dirty rotten scammer right you just don't want to be seen as a scammer if you do that or you look like a scammer people ain't paying you 
But if you can at least somewhat justify what it is that you're doing, especially in the early doors, you're going to get your leg off the ground. And remember, everything else is going to be falling into place and helping you here. All it takes is for you to talk through a prospect or talk with a prospect and tell them and be fully transparent. I'm, I'm only just started doing some client work. I've only just started working with clients on this particular program. You can tell them and be transparent with that. And if you add a guarantee, it kind of masks the fact that you might not have all of the social proof in the world. Just some brain ideas for you there. Okay, so that's the first six. I'll do a recap in a second. But number seven is personality. Now, this is something that you don't really add on. It's like not like a section on your website or your sales page. This is something that's everywhere, not just on your copy. It's in your design. It's in your brand. It's in the conversations that you have. It's in the, the all of the content you're creating everywhere. You need to be injecting your personality, right? Because people respond to people. People will buy from people. People don't want to buy from uh, or give money to just a robot like people aren't interested in that what they want to be able to do is connect with you on a deeper level and your job as a coach is not to go ahead and get every single person on the planet to pay you money that's that's the worst thing that you could possibly do because it's going to be hard uncomfortable and people just don't like you and you also won't like other people instead what you want to do is make sure that your personality is abundantly showing everywhere so that you're going to be attracting the right people and repelling the people that just aren't your cup of tea because you don't want a bit that was a proper english thing there for all of the american listeners of the podcast you're welcome but this is the point putting in your personality it, just, it says itself sometimes i amaze myself at the best of time but that's what we want to do we want to inject our personality so we can attract the right people repel the wrong people and focus on having a really good easy effortless sales conversations with people when it comes to talking about the program and helping them inside the program because it doesn't just stop as soon as they're in you need to keep that personality all the way through it's going to help you show up more authentically in the bigger picture it's going to help you feel you feel more confident and here's a little side effect that i learned when i started putting my personality in because i i held it off for the longest time I didn't want people to see me. There was this all imposter syndrome and stuff. But what I found is that as soon as I started injecting my personality, everything shifted. And I felt like I had ownership of my business because people weren't running away. Some people did, but people weren't really running away. In fact, people were responding to it better. I felt like I had a better touch and a, a better finger on the pulse of, of the whole business. I knew what was going on. Because it was like you created that symbiotic relationship there where people are actually responding to you. And that's the beauty of where we're at right now as small businesses, coaches, solopreneurs. We're in this amazing position where we get to be like that and we get to stay like that. Whereas places like Tesco and Walmart and the massive companies of the world, they can't build that one-to-one -one personal driven connection with everybody because they're they're hiding behind a brand because that's the way that they've been built so we get to iterate faster i really want to do a podcast episode on this like the pros or the benefits of being a small business rather than a massive one uh, just because it, it's crazy but we get to iterate faster we get to be more human we get to be better people just by having our personality and just by the structure of our business right now okay so all seven p's in total uh, again make sure that you've got all of these in every single offer that you've got whether it's an ebook whether it's a cheat sheet whether it's a join your daily emails whether it's a program uh, a membership uh, like whatever the offer is 
Use these seven Ps. The promise, the big one bold promise. What's the one problem you're solving for one person? Okay, that's your promise. Number two is your process. What are the two to three action steps for people to actually overcome? Number three is the product. Okay, so what are the deliverables? Number four is the price. How much does it cost? Remember, charging more is probably a good idea. Number five is protection. So how can you reverse the risk for your prospect and take on all of the risk where needed? Number six is proof, whether that's social proof, client proof, personal proof, or just proof that you're not a scammer. How can you do that, embed that? And then number seven is your personality. Inject that all the way through. When you start doing that, this is the stuff that's going to make your offers pop like there is absolutely no tomorrow. Okay. So uh, with that said, um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this was really useful. I hope there were some little mindset shifts there. I'd love to know that you listened. Head over to Instagram and drop me a DM, actually. Just, just drop me a DM and say, I listened to the episode. I love this. I didn't love this. I'd love to know that you're listening uh, so that I can improve the podcast over time, but also show up more authentically and better for you guys. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for listening to, to this episode. The seven Ps, again, not a framework that I've been using for years and years and years. All came out of an Instagram reel, but it works. It's a nice little handy, handy framework. So enjoy, take it, steal it, run, and I will see you very, very soon. Bye-bye-bye.